What's up, y'all? Back with the All Things Eat podcast. Today, I have an amazing, actually, my family member, my cousin, my brother, whatever you want to call him, Malcolm Alexander, man, all the way from Inglewood, California, where he's playing it right now, but you never know where you might see him. Tune in, tap in. This episode is dope. Yeah, yeah. All things, all things, all things, eat. All things, all things, all things, eat. Education, art, and tech. You never know coming next. Education, art, and tech. You never know coming next. <laughs> all right, so we are live. What's happening, people? Welcome to the All Things Eat podcast. Today, I got family, my brother, all all the good things. Um, <laughs> oh, hello, Lee. Okay, yeah. T- talk to the people, man. Tell the people who you are, bro. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Yo, uh, my name is Malcolm Alexander. Uh, you can put Frankie on the end of that as well. Uh, it's like a tripod quest. You gotta say the whole thing. So Malcolm Alexander, Frankie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm on the All Things Eat podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts, and it's my cousin's podcast. And it's like our blood. And so this creative flow we got going, this relationship is it, it's beyond like it's beyond words, bro. So like, I love you and I appreciate you for giving me this platform today. Yo, absolutely. And you know, it's all love all the way around. We've been at this for a very long time. And you're one of the people that I look to for inspiration in a lot of ways. Um, you're one of the people that I follow and listen to what you have to say and know that the things you put out creatively are really a blessing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm like, damn, okay, Malcolm is killing it. He's doing this and he's like working. And every time we talk, you always, you know, give me insight and inspiration. So it's like, I I definitely want to return that for you. Man. Well, let's dive in, man. Yes, sir. You know, I I think that there's got to be purpose. So we'll, we'll establish purpose very quickly. Uh We're here today. And I, you know, I always say my intention is that I want people to leave anything that I'm contributing to. I want them to leave better. Hmm. So and we gonna make sure it happens. That's it. That's it. Yes, sir. Let's dive in. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So you're an artist, entrepreneur, DJ, all the big things. Um, A question for you: Uh, Where did you start? Man, I think for me, this started years ago. This started when I was a kid. Like Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up performing, really. Like uh, between like uh, band, like I, I was a super band nerd from like fifth grade like senior year of high school so it's like i had always loved musicals i had always loved theater i loved classical music jazz music as far as being classically trained mm-hmm. for like the saxophone right and then everyone in my family started playing jamal my little brother he started doing bass uh or, or guitar that he played saxophone as well he started playing drums my dad played bass my grandma like was in gospel groups my older sisters were like torn in gospel groups like it was just like from a young age i always had this love of performance right. art um, and while my dad was always like a government worker and I think always <laughs> in my youth always pushed the whole entrepreneurship, yeah, yeah. you know, as he got older, he was like, nah, you need to get you a government job. But that's just, <laughs> that's traditional. You sound just like Hook too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, it, it just, you know, I still don't agree with what you're doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and only recently it seemed mainly, mainly now coming around to like, okay, you're, you're kind of doing it. I'm like, yeah. I, I, I am, you, you know are what I'm doing saying? It. So. I'm just now having that, but we'll get into that later if it's funny, but I love my pop, so damn much, it's stupid. Right. Um, but he, he he's a really, he reflects a lot back on, I think, in the yin and yang of how I operate as an artist and entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, man, just music performance was always really involved with my life for me growing up. Um, it, it, it was always how I wanted to express myself. So 
as far as like the DJ aspect, I started DJing in 2012 when I was in college, going to uh, going to ASU. So shout out to my Sun Devil, shout out to Arizona. Okay, uh, that's like that's just the fam, and I and I find myself even. I, I touched down up there in 2011. It's 2019, and I still find myself still going back and forth right. uh, for opportunities out there, whether it's like at the Phoenix Art Museum, if it's still involved with Arizona State University, or if it's just in um, art galleries and spaces that my friends and you know creative fellows are able to to create uh, for us to express ourselves and in that community. I just love being a part of it. For sure. So when you started DJing, I know that I recall. I think my grandma was like, yo, you, have you seen Malcolm DJ? He DJing all over the place. And, you know, she, she just see you. It don't even matter where it is. She's just like, Malcolm's DJing everywhere. He's all over the world. So, oh so yeah, tell me about, like, your DJ journey. Like, how you even got into, like, hosting and leading to On the Brink with Malcolm Alexander. Like, how did you get into Whoa, that form of communication? Like, sitting behind a mic, talking with people, interviewing yo, people, all those wow. things. I'm interested. Perfect, perfect question. That's an amazing question. And that, that will somehow allow me to give you a very secular answer. <laughs> I think it started for me, it started all in, in radio for me. When I was in college, that first semester of my freshman year, you know, you're just getting acclimated. Mm-hmm. You're going to this new school. You're trying to figure it out all over again. I think high school is one thing. And then you go to college, you don't have any of your friends again. And you're like, all right. I got to act like I'm not insecure again. I got to act like I'm not trying to figure it out. Yep. And then you realize like we all trying to figure it out still. Um, but it was, it, it was wild. So I'm trying to figure it out. And people kept asking me, Hey, could, could you DJ this party? I'm like, fam, like, why do y'all keep asking me to DJ? <laughs> like, I don't even, yeah. I don't even do it. Like, if y'all don't right. even know me as a band nerd, like I don't do this, but I guess my conversation with music, people mm-hmm. just assumed. And then, uh, what the kicker was also for people is, um, I got on the radio. Hmm. So I got involved with the blaze 1330 AM. That's Arizona State university's radio station. That's my, that's my, that is like my, where everything started, man. It like, the way Matt, uh, what's my man from the Proud family, Wizard Kelly, and also with the orange basketball, Jesus it Christ. all started on. <laughs> it all started on college radio. Yeah, and the Blaze was that. Um, in a few a uh, few months' times, I adopted a show called Blazing in the Morning, yep. which is actually one of my DJ partners and best friends. Now he was the one that gave it to me. So my man Michael Pacheco, he goes by the name Shindigs creatively, mm-hmm. um, as a DJ who, as well, who's someone who's been a huge DJ mentor for me. Um, he actually was the one that gave me that show. People think I created that show, and he was the one that actually gave it to me. But it was my, my man, Jonathan De La Rosa, mm-hmm. at The Blaze, that he saw heard my voice. And before I even had a show, he was one that, like, he gave me my, my first on-air offer. He was mm-hmm. like, yo, like, you should do an hour on our station. And I was like, second semester freshman, or I was ending my first semester. I'm like, what you mean? I'm like, this, with this face, like, fam, like, I was... <laughs> I don't know. I went to school to be on TV and, and yeah. I went to school to definitely be a news reporter, hmm. knowing damn well at the time that maybe it's like I did not want to do news. Like I, I think as I was learning how news and just the the sheer media industry operated, I was like, bro, this is whack. Like, and, I, and always having these like entrepreneurial seeds in my mm-hmm. head. So it's like, you know, I got the radio show eventually. I, I came back home only one summer. I got me a little beginning DJ uh, controller in like 2012, 2013. And then, yeah, I started just practicing a lot. I started calling DJ friends. I was like, yo, how y'all do this? Let's do this. And mm-hmm. my my musician background helped me get the skills very quickly. And mm-hmm. I think within that year, I rocked, like, my first block party at ASU. We brought, like, 600 people out to, like, what used to be, like, this very small kind of, like, band, local band kind of corny show. Yeah. We turned it into this like, big, big old block party. And yeah. I was like, oh, wow, this DJ thing is, like, this is dope. Yeah. You could really touch people with music mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. And, it, and it was a way that i hadn't got to had a chance to do it when i was playing saxophone or maybe when i was playing like certain kind of music certain kind of crowds i'm like okay cool like 
to create experiences for people is something that I, I realized I had such a passion for. Hmm. And I was doing that maybe as a band kid, but then I, I had a chance to now do it as a DJ. Maybe it's a little, you have a little bit more creative control, maybe, yes. you know, if you're not a musician. And so I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I can really control the crowd. Oh, the hosting aspect is cool, too, because then I was on the radio. Yep. I was talking to artists and entrepreneurs on the radio. I, was, I found myself wanting to talk to local community people. I think I've always loved talking to people that have purpose, about people, talking to people that have a story. What's good, Jamal? Yo, uh, so come I, on. I, what's happening? <laughs> Welcome to the oh, show, baby. Welcome to the show, baby. Um, so, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh my god, this is amazing. This so, is yeah, awesome. We live here in Inglewood. I'm lucky enough to live with my little bro. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we live here in Inglewood together, and we create together. He's a he's a producer and an entrepreneur as well. So I'm always yeah, and and that's the conversations I like. I like yeah. talking to artists. And, entrepreneurs and and my little bro he's no different Mm -hmm. um and so it's it's dope so he came in to to grab some stuff man so so let me let me ask you a question all right peace brother i love you man oh man he love you too (laughs) (laughs) right Um, so that's my question that's my question um it's actually about you mentioned creating experiences for people and i think when i think of your brand and the entity in which you operate under it's you have a very unique way of like strategically communicating with people. Like you know how to say it's not, and you it's a difference because it's like, you know, people can say the right things or think about like, Oh, I'm going to ask this question to get this answer. But it feels like even watching it, you understand like how to see past like the super surface level BS that everybody wants to talk about and you actually get to the person, right? So it's like wow. you can pull out the purpose and the passion in someone, and it's almost like a revelation to them or to me when I'm listening, like, wow, he just asked this question. This person went this way with it, right? So how do you, when you think about creating experiences, be it on radio or be it in, as you're like hosting or emceeing or DJing a wedding, like what does creating those experiences do for you as well? You know, because you can ask those questions to those people, but what does that what does that make you feel in those moments? You know, make transitioning from corporate life to being fully like entrepreneurial and artists, artistic, if if that's the term, it's a it's an abundant amount of spiritual wealth Hmm. and spiritual currency to make people feel something. And I think it's very easy for us to get caught up in the day-to-day cycle of life yeah. and, and go to sleep and maybe not make an impact. Mm. And so whether it is DJing a wedding or it's doing an interview on, on the brink or doing a radio show or DJing a club or a bar mitzvah, like, you know, make, uh, giving people a chance to feel something. You know, it, it's cool when I can talk to a Korean crowd or a Pakistani crowd. Or 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 a, or a Mexican crowd, or a Dominican crowd, mm-hmm. or a Black crowd, or an African crowd, and the Black American experience is very different than the African American right. experience. It is, but and, 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 and I need people to understand that too. I love when people are like <laughs> African American. I'm like, Man, I am I am Black American, but I'm straight I'm up American at the end of the day. Like we, we don't need to like like because like again, I have friends that are like Nigerian. Like they're they're act like they're first generation Igbo, and it's mm-hmm. like they need a good. African mind. And I'm like, oh, damn, my bad, yo. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm, a, I'm a dope American dude, though. Right. Um, but no, like, like, right. But no matter what, I like the, I like the connection. I like unconditional 
unmitigated connection with people. Mm -hmm. And so being where I am at creating experiences, right. It's giving people that, that physical currency, that, that spiritual collateral that they can go home with and be like, wow, I, I want to go start my own brand or I want to go to that again, or God, dare I ever ask somebody like, wow, I want to like financially contribute to what they're doing and keep, I, like right, even if that's what we're doing, and I, I don't, I don't always put money at the forefront. I yeah. think that was a, the third thing I say, but it's still like that's also how people can show support. And yes, we always, uh, you know, as as, as people, I, I think we we dismiss that a lot, mm-hmm. and it'll always be like, man, you know, Kane, could you like, could you come do this for me, man? Give me the homie discount. Yeah, let me get this for you know, right where like when me, I, like I say, what are your rates? Let me know your rates for yeah. performance, right? Because like. I want to support you in whatever way that is. And so again, it's creating that experience some that, that, that you can walk away with. And if that means me paying your rate, which is, which would be the, the least I could do is pay your rate. Mm. I hope you walk away wanting to be a better person. Right. That's real. And yeah. funny thing I'll, I'll share. Um, I was thinking about this today. I heard from a friend we were watching um, with the brotherhood breakfast. We were watching this video, like yeah. pre workshop or whatever. And the guy can't think of his name. He was talking. He said some other things that, I, I forget because they weren't important. But he said, you know, that people have to change their language around spending money and you have to or he suggests that people take on the term circulating. Right. Because that makes you believe or it, it gives your mind the thought that, OK, once I put this out, it's going to return. If I say I'm spending yes. my money with somebody then I feel like I'm giving him my money. I'm not getting anything really. And then it's never going to, it's never going to uh, produce anything for me. Mm. But Mm. what what the, what the thing is just like you mentioned, like the least you can do is pay somebody their rate because you're investing in them and you're investing in them to continue to grow in whatever it is that they're doing. So it's like, realistically, like we can't sit here and say that we don't live in a capitalistic society. Exactly. So like, like, like it's just me. I'm all hippie, you know, free love. Like, man, just come to my event because that's what it means. (laughs) Also, like, fam, if I ask you to pay ten dollars, right, five dollars for the event, yo, it's the least you could do. Right. The very, very least. Like, 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 like like to 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 pay the rate. Right. Pay the rate is is, like is the least you can do, and and changing language. That's where it starts. Right. It starts there because I had to check. I had to check. Uh, you know. My, my bro and sis, they, they got married recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my loved ones, the Hazes, uh, we were in Jamaica. Nice. Um, it was beautiful. Was like, I love the images. Oh the videos God, were beautiful. It was, so it was great. great. <laughs> I, have not, I have not cried so much <laughs> in one year. But this year has been because like, I'm in that space where everyone is getting engaged. Everyone's popping out babies. And I'm making all my creative babies right now. That's what I'm mm, doing. I'm I in my that. creative relationship phase. I'm in my creative baby phase. And just as you said, it's the mere language around it. Because I was talking to them. And we were talking about money. We were talking about legacy. We were talking about uh, the purpose of maybe building financial health mm-hmm. or, and wealth in, in our communities, right? And she was mentioning that my bro was like kind of, he, he left his day job uh, working a corporate job, working for school, still working with kids, yeah. doing what he does to now do entrepreneurship full time. Beautiful thing. Yep. I've only ever applauded the transition. I encourage everyone and their mothers that if you're thinking about it, and you're saying, what, well, it's the right time? You no, know, the right time is absolutely now. He mm. was working with kids, waiting for the school year to be up, put his two weeks in, and he's out. He's now working full-time. And yep. I was talking with uh, his, his wife. I was talking with my sis about it. And we were just talking about life. And she, in the middle of our conversation, goes, well, you know, you know, with, with, with D not working now. And mm. I was like, and, and, and I said, whoa, 
I and, and we kept going, but then I literally brought it back five minutes later. And I said, hold on, let's check the language. Yeah. I said, he's working his ass off right now. Exactly. And she and, and of course she didn't mean malice by it, right? Mm-hmm. She she literally meant like she meant no malice. Like it just but we're conditioned to think that like, if you don't have a day job, you're not working. Exactly. Right? exactly. You know, so so, That's so real. It, especially if you haven't maybe brought in, you haven't proven yourself as an entrepreneur hmm. in the social measure of success and you have not brought money yeah. into the house yet, maybe doing what you do, or maybe you haven't brought the same kind of money that your corporate job would provide. But she was like, you know, and, and I know she would love for me to share the story and that's the only re- reason why I, I'll talk about them. Right. But it, it, it was so, it was a beautiful learning moment even for when I learned in me having to tell her that. I was like, yo, just check your language. I was like, Dee's actually working his ass off right now. Yeah. He's now working two jobs. You guys now have your real estate business and you have the personal fitness brand that you're all here to build health and wealth in our community and our peoples and the greater Phoenician community. So I'm like, actually, you guys are working double time. This exactly. is the best time you're ever in. Exactly. And she was like, yo, wait a minute. You're, <laughs> you're like, like, oh, wait, it is. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So, so, so don't think that like, man, wait, my homie's event is $10. You should be like, wow, my friend is pricing himself at $10. Yep. I want yep. nothing more than to go pay yep. for Kane's event. Cause it's like, he's not just doing a free event. He, he's putting $10 on it and I'm willing to pay for his art and his, his offering that way. Absolutely. There it is, man. So language, right? Uh, yeah. I had, I had this question for you around the word that we talked about. I don't know if you remember. Um, and I want you to, to think about this. So Ooh. we talked a few months ago in one of our check-ins and yes. we, I think you told me about the word surrender, right? Yo. And I want you in in all the things that you're doing right now and all the quote unquote creative babies that you're making right now. Yeah. How is this how is this (laughs) word playing into your creative process at the moment and all the things you're manifesting? How what does that look like for Malcolm Alexander right now? What phenomenal question. One. Uh, you're good. My, my damn cuz. Um, (laughs) (laughs) all right. God, that's such a good question. Wow. You got time to think. You got time to think. No, no, no. You got like seven minutes. So you got time to think. (laughs) No, no, no. You know what it is. That word is a lesson. The the word in itself and the lessons that I learned are a day-to-day lesson. Hmm. As of late, the word exemplifies the sincerest form of letting go and letting God, um, letting God through you, letting God into you. And that is where that word has grounded me in a lot in the past 18 months, I can say. You know, I, I, I moved from Arizona. I left the whole corporate job. I did it after a whole lot happened in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I had a chance to go like audition for a TV network who scouted me. And then I was working, you know, for one radio, one really large radio company that I had a radio show on uh, and, and, and everything seemed to be like so hunky dory. But I, I was, I was honestly, I was, I was depressed and, mm-hmm. and, and, and I wasn't happy. And so everything that I am offering as an artist and entrepreneur now, whether it's on the brink, whether it's my DJ services, whether it's you hiring my visual team that shoots on the brink and myself to like, shoot your own and help create your own Mm -hmm. um, creative offerings. I have surrendered um, fear Hmm. and it's, Hmm. it's a day to day process of doing so, but surrendering is truly letting go and letting God in and not allowing fear, not allowing, Oh wait, the ticket to New York is is how much money? Oh Hmm. wait, wait, to to, to start my own shop. I got to pay $50 a month or to, to, 
to, to build a website, I have to invest this much time or, mm. uh, you know, it's money, it's time, it's perfect, using perfection, using it has to be perfect mm. as the excuse for you not allowing your product to come out. Mm. Um, uh, episode four of On the Brink, uh, it, it features my, my, my loved one, uh, a dear, dear, dear friend of mine, mm-hmm. Alita McDaniel. She's a, she's a life coach. She's a chef. Um, but she actually, she posted a video just natively on her Facebook the other day. And it was 20 minutes long about perfectionism being the death of your dreams. But in this wow. one moment, she said perfectionism comes from a place of fear and self-expression. Hmm. Damn. And I don't know if at the time <laughs> if I was ever right. Like, and, and I'm gonna say it again, and I'm gonna let it simmer because hold up, like, Please do. perfectionism comes from a place of fear and self-expression. And I know I needed that word, and there's a lot of people that are gonna be out there that need that word, right? But we let money, we let time, we let what seems like lack of support we we will what lets you know it has to be perfect stop us from being our purest self and mm. so i have surrendered to truly uh, to truly allowing god to, to speak through me and at the end of the day my, my intention my purpose right if someone walks away from this if if, if anything that i do I, I i want my intention to be to be love and mm. i want my intention to literally be like the realness of who i am yeah. and, and it's someone who who wants to be an ally for um, my brothers and sisters in my own community. And I think it's okay to be pro-black and love everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause apparently like black lives matter is, is we're told that it's supposed to be like divisive <laughs> in some ways. I, I think we're still, it, we're just in a time where we're seeing so much. Uh, I don't know. It seems so volatile and the media mm-hmm. paints life to be so volatile. It paints it to be so like racially black and white, yeah. but so factually black and white. And it's like, life is a gray area, but like, I'm here to love until you give me a reason not to love. And so hmm. I'm here to let God speak through me. I'm here to let love in. And I want to inspire others to do the same thing by not being afraid to ask questions. And that's what, you know, on the brink is about. Hmm. It's beautiful. Damn. So yeah. what is yeah, that was a beautiful question. So I was like, I was like, let me yeah. not go in on this. No, <laughs> I hope that I was perfect. More than seven. <laughs> so what's your like, so what's 2019 looking like for the boy? What are we? Wow. What, can, what, what, what can we look forward to, baby? Because I'm, wow. I'm excited about all you working on. You ain't got to give us the inside details, but if you want to share some things with the people, what <laughs> what can we look forward to? Please share. Okay. So you know, you know what I will say because it's funny because I was in my story the other day and I just put like going on tour next year mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. tour next year, and people were like, "What are date states?" And then I had <laughs> to be real with everybody and just be like, "Honestly, this is just manifesting. Uh-huh, this is uh-huh. just me sheerly projecting, right?" So, I, like, let me have, like, a stunting projection moment. Okay. None of this go. is in the works, but, like, it's all in the works. Come like, on. I've already planned to be seen in my mind. So, it's like, yeah, we're going on, we're taking, like, OTB on the road next year. Okay. And, like, it's going to be, like, fire. We're going to have, like, merch capsules with exclusive, like, branded content Ooh. that, like, you can get, like, limited edition. But then if you subscribe and you contribute to, on our Patreon page, otbrink.patreon.com, yo, uh-huh. um, depending on the tier that you contribute to, you'll be getting, like, exclusive merch. Now, all that, though, is honest to God, uh, working and it's actually like all the balls are truly uh rolling mm-hmm. in that way uh in the past 48 hours like i i've actually set up a uh finally set up a store for on the brink so yep. um god willing by the time y'all hear this podcast you'll be able to go uh and actually like get um our our on the brink apparel you know we have tanks we have uh, t-shirts for the summertime uh, we also have like coffee mugs that people love um and in uh, a few weeks time we're actually taking on the brink to new york and we're doing two interviews in New York. 
Um, and I'm also going to be hosting a party, uh, the not R&B party that my friend uh, Dove is throwing. I'm also going to be interviewing her for season two of On the Brink. Yes, sir. And we're going to be talking to some other people out in New York that I'm really excited about. But production starts um, actually about two weeks on season two of On the Brink. Um, but we're going to be starting that out here in L.A. And we're sizing up some uh, like incredible, like we got some set designers, we got some actresses, um, we have some... Um, reality stars um i I, i'm just here to like further the conversation i think as i'm getting more curious i think on the brink evolves like i'm i'm really here asking the question of like what is our society looking like and and how can we be better allies to our lgbtq community Mm, i love that you know like like it's something that like is just as of late i've just been really thinking because i think especially as black men especially Mm -hmm. as um just society period and like where i grew up right it's like again life isn't really seen so black and white so boy and girl so And so I've been lucky enough that the relationships that, I, that I've been building with have, they're always, but lately they have been with people that that are that don't just look like me or don't look like me, but they're just different from me. And yes. I, I love uh, different. Difference um, excites me yes. um, and, and it makes me curious. And so I'm just here to keep asking questions and keep poking around what's different. And I hope people are going to join me on the ride for that. Absolutely. And speaking of that, what's the socials, man? How can people tap in? Give us, give us All everything. Right. The websites, whatever it is, hand them off. Hand them off. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Instagram is, is a friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm over here designing all these websites, and I'm really people don't really care about websites. So we're just gonna shout out Grams. Uh, follow mm-hmm. me at Malcolm Alexander. Um, Alexander spelled exact Alexander spelled without the last few vowels. So mm-hmm. it's Malcolm M A L C O L M A L E X N D are Malcolm Alexander. Malcolm Alexander is where you can follow me on Instagram. I'm there on Twitter as well, on Facebook as well. Like, I'm literally everywhere at Malcolm Alexander. Mm-hmm. And um, follow the show, man. Like, the show is everything. OT Brink. OT Brink everywhere. OTBrink.com. OT Brink on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Patreon, Shopify. <laughs> right. All of it. Venmo, PayPal, uh, Cash App. No. Uh. <laughs> no, we're going to put that um, in, the, in the show notes. Don't play. We, we own it. Oh, my God. <laughs> we own no, no. it. Hold on. I, I actually don't have an all the break. Like, I don't have the, the, the payments. I have the Patreon. Hit the Patreon. You Boom. can knock Alexander Venmo me or Cash App, though, uh, if, if you just want to show, show somebody what's up. But I'm really excited. I'm learning Patreon mm-hmm. right now. That is my new thing. And so in a few weeks, I'm going to have a Patreon account up and for people that do contribute certain amounts of money um you're going to be able to see like episodes on the brink that haven't come out yet you're going to be able to see some behind the scenes footage of episodes being shot um there's just so much stuff that i've been excited that i've that, that i thought about sharing before and then like, i discovered patreon as a really cool way for people to support you in like a a pledge system kind of way yes sir that literally makes like creating content so much fun because now it's like i really feel like i'm giving the content away to people that are just really appreciating it because mm-hmm. hell they're paying for it yep. and yo that's what it's about absolutely and i'm ready to sign up so once you get it up just shoot me the link and i'm i'm, I'm subscribing like hell so keep that oh, in mind brother. you already know you got your first one if you're looking for them oh my <laughs> god dude, you know it, it's the wildest thing because I, I think so many artists uh, entrepreneurs some of us may i think the artist sides it's not the entrepreneur side but i think the artist sides we have so we do there's a lot of resistance like asking for money mm-hmm. but then i think that's a sheer value or indication of how we feel and value ourselves yep. and so i'm in a space where i'm like nah man like my, my product's dope it is my product's dope you gotta pay for it brother your product is dope so as uh as the eat podcast grows um like like please bro like i i want to support you in every single way i love listening to every single episode <laughs> what you're it. doing here is phenomenal brother i love it 
I love it just like I love you, my brother. Brother, say <laughs> like, it's still, I'm like wait, straight I don't think up. We say, straight like, up. I don't think we can say love, brother, enough. But sincerely, right. y'all, like for people listening, like people talk about being brothers and people talk about being family, but like for real, like we are family. So it's straight like, up. This is like really like a a just nothing but love, and I want nothing but prosperity for you. And I can't wait for us to have these conversations on larger stages between yes. the both of our brands yes. and our creative offerings because it's like it, this is really. We, we say it every single year. We, we, we've said it ever since we were like 12, I feel like, mm-hmm. but this is only the beginning. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. And we're going to hold on to it. Yes, oh, sir. Man. man, thank you so much again for your time, Malcolm. I appreciate it. And I know that everything that you touch is going to turn to gold, man. So I will put everything where it needs to be. Um, we'll continue to talk. So let's sign out, brother. Good. Cool. 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 I'll go. Yes, with me. sir. <laughs>